Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Warrior! You landed on the Coach JV Podcast. This is a raw, authentic podcast helping you understand the power you have inside of you to accomplish great things. I'm just going to warn you, if you're sensitive, this is not the podcast for you. But if you're ready to rise, let's go. Warriors, rise! Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Coach JV Podcast. We talk about motivation, health, and life. I'm your host, Coach JV, your top health and mindset coach in the world. Remember what you believe in your heart? You think in your mind will eventually become your words and become your reality. If you can see it in your mind, eventually you can hold it right here in your hands. What you repeatedly do gets ingrained in your subconscious mind. What gets ingrained in your subconscious mind becomes an unconscious activity. Now, yesterday's podcast, we talked about just don't stop, guys. Just keep moving forward, and I promise it will work out. Our CFO says it all the time. If you just don't stop, it will work out. And the reason why I want to bring this to you guys is because I'm living, breathing, walking proof of it. There were so many opportunities for me to back out. There were so many opportunities for me to go back. You know, I got a four-year degree. I have a CBA executive banking degree. I could have gone back and got a huge six-figure salary at a bank. I could go run a bank right now, but I held tight to my dreams, to my goals. And now here's the thing. Here's why a lot of you guys are not moving forward because there's no risk. When there's no risk, there's no reward. And one of the biggest things that we've been indoctrinated in is this whole society of go to school, get a job, get a 401k, get health insurance. It's going to be safe. But you're about to see, guys, if you watch my YouTube channel, and I've been predicting this since 2020, you're about to see some of the biggest layoffs in 2024. Guys, the economy is destroyed in America, 120% debt to income ratio. We have a liquidity crisis. We went from absolutely free money, being able to borrow your way out of debt as as a corporation or organization to high interest rates, high inflation, and all of that money is running out. Remember, all money in the system is someone else's debt. So if you can't get debt as an employer, your number one cost is employees. For our 3T Warrior Academy, about 43% of our overall uh, gross income goes to salary, $600,000 a year. Think about that. And because we have a very team member-centric CFO, we don't cut team members, we get more effective. But CFOs are numbers people, guys. They're going to start cutting people. Now, why do I bring this up? Because it's the greatest time in human history to take a risk, whether it's with investing, whether it's with uh, you know a, a new entrepreneurship, maybe creating a documentary. All these things are so, so critical right now for two reasons. Number one, you want to take control of your own ecosystem. Number two is there's a huge shift in consciousness happening right now. And if you truly can dive in and tap into who you truly are and start taking risk towards the alignment of the truth of who you're meant to be, I promise you it will work out. But in that quest 
of taking risk, going after who you're meant to be, you will find out so much about yourself. Now I'm going to bring up, you know, becoming a millionaire because it's like, it's just, it has context to it, but this isn't about money. But if you truly want to find out who you are, try to build a million dollar company in something you love, something you love. Because if you do that, you will find out who you are in that process. You will find out what drives you. You will find out what fears you have. You will find out how powerful you are as long as you don't stop. But most of you guys, there's not enough risk. But I'll tell you what, that safe job, that safe 401k that you have, the safe health insurance, what if they come to you and say, hey, listen, we're laying people off. Then you're going to have to take a risk. Now, I'm not saying you need to leave your job, but I want you to start thinking about this for just a moment. Think about how the system was designed. The system was designed for you to memorize in school, to leave the memorization, get a grade point average, and you get rated by your grade point average, right? You're the valid Victorian. I, was, I, had, I had massive dyslexia, so I was put in the different classes, and I was told that I was not smart or whatever, and I was indoctrinated into all this stuff. And I really was a very bright person, but I just never knew I had dyslexia until I went in the military, right? So the schooling system, because of my lack of ability to uh, test properly or to uh, understand or comprehend the way that they were teaching because it's based on memorization and my brain doesn't work that way. My brain works in facts, figures, numbers, logic, and taking patterns forward, patterns backward and connecting it. So if I have to memorize a math problem, my brain doesn't work that way. My brain looks at patterns. It looks at logic. It looks at facts, figures, numbers, logic, and it comes up with a conclusion, right? So if they would have known that, then I would have been deemed a better student. But because you have to memorize to get a grade point average, just like when you become an adult, you have to get a credit score. So now you leave school and now you're deemed a good good uh, adult because you have a, a grade point average, right? And then you go into the adult world and then you have a credit score, right? And then you go into a job to make money doing something you don't even like. When I was a banker, I was miserable, but everybody was proud of me. 535 BMW, wearing the suit, making 250,000, quarter of a million a year, bonuses, the white picket fence, the SUV, the, the, the BMW, all the stuff, right? But I was absolutely miserable. But that's what the system told me to do. That's what the system told me to do. But you know what it was doing to my nervous system? You know what it was doing to my mind? You know what it was doing to my goals? You know what it was doing to my dreams? I remember sitting there in these meetings thinking, why are we even having these meetings? We have tellers sitting on the teller line. Single moms, barely able to pay their bills. And we're pulling up in our 535i BMWs with our suits on. And all oh, the managers are here. The executives are here. And they're cleaning up the branches for the cust- for, for the executives. One day in, a, in a, one of the meetings, I said, why don't we clean up the branches for our customers? Why, when the big level executives come in, we get everything tidied up. Everybody's dressed to impress. I go, why don't we fucking do this for our customers? Why don't we do this for our team members? We're making a quarter of a million a year and Susie's on the teller line. Her boyfriend's not paying child support. She got a kid at home, barely put diapers on. And we're worried about the fact that she doesn't know our name. Like, come on, man. The system is jacked up and backwards, man. But Susie's mom told her to go to school, get a job, get a safe little job. But what if Susie has an extreme talent for, uh, for uh, you know, baking or whatever it is? I'm just making something up. She's a baker, right? And Susie loves to bake and she loves to do things. And what if Susie went to her mom and said, mom, you know, what? I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to start a bakery. You know what her mom would say? Absolutely not. No, that's foolish. It's absolutely foolish. Don't do that. Stay on the teller line. Stay on the teller line. And let these people manipulate you and mold you out of your dreams and just try to make it. But what if Susie took a risk? What if Susie's like, you know what? I'm going to stay on the teller line, mom, but I'm going to start baking in the evening. And I'm going to start selling some baked goods to my friends. 
And then she starts to feel that vibrational frequency. She's having fun baking and people are starting, these are so good, awesome. And she starts to see the power she has inside of her, just like I did. I remember, I'll never forget it, guys. I had gone 10 years at the bank. I got a CBA executive banking degree and I was so sick because I did not believe that we were providing products and services to help our our clients. I was making a quarter of a million a year and it made me my nauseous when I go into the branches and my people were not even barely able to make it. It made me sick every single day, but we had all these sales goals and these numbers. And, and I remember one time, guys, and I'm, I'm going to go on a tangent right now. This is why I took a risk. I want you to hear this is why I took a risk. I got a call and I'll never forget this the rest of my life. I was at one of my branches. So I had a bunch of uh, banks that I ran and I'd go visit the branches and stuff like that. And I love being in the branches with the people. And at my phone rings, right? And it's my boss. <clears throat> and I pick up the phone and I th- I've told this story many times, but this story will go down in history. And I can tell my boss, you know, his energy is kind of off. And I'm like, what's going on? And I heard, you know, how you can hear when somebody else is on the, um, on the line, right? And I hear this lady, she's like, hey, this is, uh, I'm not going to say any names. So she's like, this is, uh, I'll make up a name. This is Brenda from um, HR. How are you doing today, John? And I'm like, I'm good. What's up? It's like an ambush, right? So my boss is on there and this caller, Brenda, make up a name, whatever her name is. And she's like, Hey, we need to talk to you. And I'm like, what's up? What's going on? They're like, we have to ask you a question. I'm like, sure. What's up? And they're like, and mind you. So I walk out of my branch and this, this branch that I was currently in was in, you know how they have inside grocery stores. And I remember, I'll never forget this the rest of my life. This is one of the things that made me take a risk guys. I, I remember I'm in the dog food aisle and I'm on the phone and they're like, did you use the word pineal gland on one of your conference calls? And I was like, yes. They said, are you a doctor? And I was like, no, I'm an executive at a bank. And she goes, and you're using the word pineal gland on your conference calls. I said, absolutely. She says, well, can you give me the context? I said, well, I was talking about subconscious mind programming. I was conscious about conscious awareness. I was talking about awakening your pineal gland, meditation, helping my people become better and become more effective and really connect to their dreams and manifestation. And, and, you know, you know, Jacob saw God face to face with the called the pineal. I'm like, I didn't say that, but I wanted to say that I wanted to dive in. So I was really diving into understanding the brain and manifestation and God and all that stuff. And she said, you can't talk about that. You're not a doctor. And I was like, ma'am, ma'am, I have never fucking heard a doctor ever bring up a pineal gland <laughs> ever, ever. I said, so I have to be a doctor Guys, this was at the bank. This is no bullshit. I have to be a doctor to talk about the pineal gland. I was like, you know what? Okay, sounds good. And they wrote it up in final warning. I was like, you're going to write me up for using the word pineal gland. It's in the Bible, man. I was like, so I said, you know what? Fine. That was one of the switches where I was like, you know what? If I don't take a risk, I'm going to be enslaved to these punk ass people that think because I make a quarter of a million a year that they can manipulate my mind, that they can manipulate what I say. Because what you can't talk about in corporate America is what? Politics and religion. So guess what I did? I took a risk in 2017 and I walked away from a high paid vice president job. And you know what everybody told me? JV, you're fucking crazy, dude. You're out of your mind. Well, for the first two years, they were right. But if you listen to yesterday's podcast, I never gave up. 
I never stopped. And through the process, I lost my money twice, every single dime, all the way down to my parents' couch. But something inside of me knew that I had to keep taking a risk because there was this burning desire to be able to have freedom of choice, freedom of speech, and freedom to do whatever I want and never be on a phone call with somebody ever again. And you know who you are if you ever listen to this and have to tell me that I can't use the word pineal gland, which is in the Bible, which God created, who is my creator. And is who the person I look up to. So I created my own ecosystems where I can talk about God. I can talk about Jesus Christ. I can go onto my social and say whatever I want because you know your corporate corporate job is watching your social media. You know if you do something wrong in your social, your boss is going to knock HR. Well, I don't think you can talk. Yes, I can talk about that. I'm a free human being. I can talk about whatever I want. So every single day on every single call, I, I praise God. We pray before our meetings at my company. Isn't that great? We have Buddhists, we have Church of Latter-day Saints, we have non-denominational Christians, we have some people that are struggling to believe in God. But guess what? We all grab hands and I say, hey guys, you don't have to pray to God, you pray to whatever you want to, but I'm going to pray to God. And I say, dear Father God, thank you so much for the abundance. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you so much for this group of human beings going out and expanding consciousness together that we, coming from all different walks of life, can take our energy and vibration and connect and use all the unique skills that we have and expand conscious to help create a ripple effect from generation to generation. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. And I get to do that on every single meeting because I took a risk. And you think about that teller that I talked about. What if she just took a risk? Because what are we here to do, guys? We're here to go to school, get a job, get a paycheck and pay. pay I understand we got to pay bills. But at some point, you got to take a risk. Because if you don't, you're going to be working for somebody who does. And I'm not saying you have to go be an entrepreneur. I'm not saying, but there are many companies that align with you. What do you daydream about? What do you love to do? You love to surf? And people are saying you're an idiot because you go surfing all day. Then work at a surf company, make surfboards. You like to play your guitar at night. And your parents say, get a job, then go work at Guitar Center. Go start a guitar shop. You love coffee and people make fun of you because you drink. Go own a coffee shop. What if you were paid to be you? It's the greatest, greatest thing in the world. But you got to take a risk. You got to take a risk. And that's what's wrong with our world right now. We're letting all these people waiting for Trump to come back and save us. He's not going to change any of my activities and behaviors. I'm going to pay a lot less in taxes, which I'm going to be super grateful for. He's probably going to help the economy a lot more. But hey, I've been hearing presidents say shit every four years. It's the same shit, different story. One minute we shift left, one minute we shift right, one minute we shift left. And then everybody's following the wave. I'm right in the middle ground. As Jesus said, I'm right in the middle ground and I'm getting my shit together. I'm connecting deeply to the highest level conscious that I can. I'm expanding. I'm taking risk. I'm having the faith of a mustard seed, trusting, trusting that God will provide for me tomorrow, knowing that if I take action today and I control my vibrational frequency and I can connect to the field of the feeling that I already want created and I speak in present tense, I'm so grateful for the billion dollar ecosystem. And then I feel that vibration, which I'm going to talk about on the next couple of podcasts, podcast, the potty test podcast. I'm going to connect to that vibrational frequency and I'm going to pull life to me. It's time to take a risk, man. And you know what's going to happen when you take a risk? Your mom and dad are going to talk you out of it. Your grandparents are going to talk you out of it. Your mentor who didn't do shit with their life is going to talk you out of it. That's not a mentor. If any mentor you go to, you say, hey, I'm about to start a business. Oh, do you know that 85% of small business fail? You know what I want you to say to them? I want you to look them deep in the eyes in their soul and say 15% succeed. And I'm sorry that you don't believe in yourself enough to immediately have your conscious mind or your subconscious mind tell me 85% fail because I look those people in the eyes. I said 15% succeed and I will become the 1%. 
and they laughed at me when I failed the first time and they laughed at me when I failed the second time. Do you think they're laughing now that I have three seven-figure ecosystems? So not only did I beat the 85%, I became the 15% and I created three companies that are in the top 1% because only about 1% of people that are small business owners make seven figures. And we did three and we're about to do four and then we're going to do five and then we're going to create a billion dollar company and they say, oh, he cheated his way to the top. Who cares? It doesn't matter. They're not waking up next to you. They're not putting in the backbreaking work that you are. They're not taking the risks that you are. And there is no successful person that is taking one ounce of their time to put a negative comment on your social media profile. So all you guys putting negative comments right now, you know you're not successful. I hate to say it to you. I hate to hurt your feelings. But if anybody on your social media is spending an ounce of their time saying something negative, they're not successful. It's a fact. I've never met one successful person. I've been hanging out with a lot of very successful people, multimillionaires, and really meeting a lot of people who are doing really big things and expanding conscious, not about money. They're providing amazing resources. I don't, I've never seen one of them when I'm hanging out with them talk bad about other people. They don't have time. And they also get what it's like to be where the people are at. I get what it's like to be broke on my parents' couch and people making fun of me while I'm doing TikToks. I get what it's like when I finally made a million dollars and they were still making fun of me. I get what it's like now that I have three seven-figure ecosystems and they're still making fun of me. They will always make fun of you and always be the same people. So Bobby, Susie, Julie, Jimmy, it's time to take a risk. I promise you it will work out. It may not work out the way you want it to, but it will work out because when you start to take risk, you're going to find out who you truly are. And when you find out who you truly are, you start pulling life to you. I'd rather take a risk and lose it all than not risk it at all. So I heard this one time, they say the richest place in the world is the graveyard. All the ideas, all the thoughts, all the dreams, all these cures for diseases, all these great inventions are all sitting in the graveyard because some parent or some friend or some person you met told you it wasn't possible. That was their dream that wasn't possible, not yours. So I hope you listened to yesterday. It's about not stopping. And today you need to start taking a risk, man. And I'm so glad I took a risk. I know that my kids are glad I took a risk because now I get to spend every single day with them. Remember in corporate America, I couldn't even talk about pineal gland. I was working 19 hours a day. My boss would call me while I just got home to be with my family and be on a phone with me, lecturing me for like two hours. It was miserable. For what? For money? Fuck it. For, fuck that. I'm so glad I took a risk. I'm so glad that people made fun of me through that process because it made me realize who I truly am. I'm a man of God. I follow the life of Jesus with good intentions, with honesty and integrity. And that's all that matters. And so are you. You can do this. So I appreciate you. I love you. As we always say, warriors, rise.